Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. Nope, definitely not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. Our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod and on Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join our Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 podcast. And the password is serums. Wow, you said it all. I mean, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling that like um, that 
that little bit of a in like the pandemic haze. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little like, woo! <laughs> right, like a <laughs> slightly like hyper, very tired. Yes, yeah. totally. Um, totally. Dory, I have really exciting news to report to you. Okay. The other night, my seven-year-old child called me basic. Oh, wow. Like, I left my coffee cup in her room for like two days. And... I was like getting, helping her get ready for bed. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Look, I left my coffee, cu- my coffee cup in here. And she's like, yeah, I know, mom. You're so basic. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? She really cut to the quick. Well, and then I was like, what does basic mean? And she couldn't even tell me. So I don't know. Like she, she she's like clearly heard it as an insult, right? She's watched every episode of Fuller House and The Masked oh. Singer. So I'm sure. Oh, The Masked s- Singer. Is that something? Do you think they get called basic on The Masked Singer? Possibly. Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg might drop a basic every now and then. I don't know. Totally. Um, but she's clearly heard it in her pop culture consumption that I'm obviously not monitoring. And yeah, she dropped it. She dropped wow. it hard. Yeah. Wow. But like, she's also not wrong. So I, I, it wasn't, and it, it didn't feel like an insult. It just felt like she was speaking the truth, but she didn't quite know what she was saying. Interesting. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty basic. I mean, aren't we all? I mean, like, I am. I'm currently dressed in the, l- quite literally the same outfit I recall wearing at the age of 15. I am in Birkenstocks, a striped tank top, and like green drawstring shorts. That sounds comfy. It is comfy, but like it could be 1994. It could be 2020. You would right. never know. Who's to say? I mean, then you see my my beautiful for like the gentle wrinkles of my forehead, and you know the truth. But yeah, I am pretty basic. Well, I embrace your basicness. I embrace my basicness, and uh, you know, your daughter will be basic one day too. <laughs> <sighs> well, Kate. On a completely different note, I wanted to share with you and our listeners something that I've been doing, which may come as a surprise because I've not mentioned it on the show before (laughs) at all. Um, But I've been keeping track of my spending, not on an app, not on on Mint, not on any of those newfangled Mm. things, but on Mm. an index card that I have (laughs) taped to my monitor stand. I'm not laughing. That was disrespectful of me to like cackle. I just love that you're doing this. It has the date, has the amount I spent. It has what the expense was. Each day you're doing a new one? No, every time I spend money, I'm writing it down. Okay, got it. The pay, like how I paid for it. Like, did I pay for it with a debit card? Did I, you know what I mean? Credit card. What did I do? And then I have a running total of how much I've spent altogether so far. So this all came about because my husband and I are still meeting with a financial coach, which we've talked about a lot on Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I think we've meant I've mentioned it on Forever 35, but 
not extensively, but we are still meeting with him. We meet with him roughly every two weeks. Um, by the way, he has offered for anyone who mentions my name or Matt's name when they sign up, they get 20% off their first month. Just, you know, putting it out there. His name is Dylan and he his website is dylanteachesfinance.com. I did not mean to turn this into an ad for him, but... Hey, he's lucky you did. He's really great. And I I think that he's help he's helping me like change some of my ingrained financial behaviors mm. like using credit cards. I'm hardly using credit cards anymore. Which wow. was like I was I only used credit cards cuz I was like got to get those points. And now I'm like nope, debit. So I'm keeping track of what I'm spending. It's on this index card that's like in my face and the whole kind of motivation behind this was that I feel like Matt's and my, like our biggest struggle is spending. We just are, we spend money, I think, in ways that are like, it's like borderline irresponsible. Okay. I think not horrible, but we could definitely be a lot more mindful of how we spend money. Um, and and that kind of came to a head this summer when uh, you know pandemic and Matt going back to work got delayed and some other things happened where like some money we thought was coming in didn't come in and then it was like oh shit like <laughs> um, and then it was like how did we get into this position um, so keeping track of my spending and I'm not like consciously trying to spend less but I am, I like I am but even just writing this stuff down I think makes me spend less money because I did use mint for a while and mm-hmm. I like mint but it's like it's almost like too passive oh like, interesting like I felt like I was just sort of like reviewing what I had um, spent almost like after the fact yes exactly like I didn't because it's so easy and that's the appeal of it like it it keeps track of what you spend like automatically so you don't have to go in and like input oh i spent yeah. $42 on gas yesterday and so you don't have that accountability every time you spend money whereas with my handy dandy index card method i do have that accountability every time i spend money i have to be like do i want to write this down on the index card And have it like staring me in the face for the next two weeks. Okay. So when did you start this practice? I started it. Well, first I started it on a (laughs) post-it. About two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago. And then we met with Dylan and he suggested moving to an index card so I could keep a running tally. Oh, interesting. That's that's been going on for a week. Okay. So this was his idea. Well, no, it was actually Matt's idea uh-huh. to keep track of his spending. Now, he abandoned it after a day. <laughs> but I kept going. I Good was, I was like, this actually speaks to me. I didn't think that it would, but it does. That's awesome. I love that you're, I love that it's, there's something about it that's resonating with you. Do you feel like it's, it's making a direct impact into how you spend right now? Yes, I do. I think I'm not spending as much. 
I mean, I know this is so cliche to say, but it is like those everyday things where we're like, oh, coffee. All right. Or like when I'm at Target and I'm like, I'll buy this extra T-shirt. Why not? Totally. And, and look, I do that I mean, every month. Buying extra T-shirts. I mean, there's there are issues of generational wealth and systemic inequality that are not going to be solved by my not buying a T-shirt. But when I think about, you know, accumulating savings and paying off debt in the near term, like, yeah, those those T-shirt purchases do add up. Well, and I also think like, you know, being mindful about our finances means that we can, like you're saying, like, like, I think it helps us examine kind of getting how we are all very, or at least I'm speaking for myself, sucked into capitalism and consumerism and mm-hmm. spending, spending, spending. And also like really take a look at what we want our, what we want to use our money for. Yes. Right. Like you're saying, paying yes. off your debt. Maybe it's spending, you know, getting to see your family again eventually or like totally. donating to a cause you care, like the, the value totally. in which our money holds. Yes. When we like pause, we can really see the the significance in it. Yes. So I don't know. Just was feeling like I wanted to be vulnerable about money with oh. our listeners and money is hard and scary. Yeah. It's really hard and scary. So I appreciate your vulnerability. I really do. Thank you, Kate. I appreciate you. <laughs> Tip of the hat. <laughs> Should we take a break? Yes, we can do that. Okay. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling superpower short. The Superpower Short Smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> 
no thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like, truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. 
get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right. So Dory, I just want to return to the show and say that so many people uh, sent me very kind, empathetic responses to me talking about my recent anxiety spiral. Oh, and I just wanted to say thank you. I really appreciate it. Also, a few people found your response very validating because I think sometimes when you have like an anxiety disorder, it's hard to believe that it's real. But hearing you talk about how you do not experience it was validated people into believing that what they experience is real when it comes to their anxiety. So, oh, that's was, interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting feedback. So, thank you so much for all of that. But here's one listener who um, who can relate, and they also have a question. So. Um, They say they are in a similar boat, medicated in therapy, but I'm really spiraling with the impending back to school virtual schooling. My kids are seven and 10, and I'm just so anxious how my husband and I are going to be able to make this work. We are both extremely lucky to be able to work from home at this time, but I don't know how to juggle all this. We are near DC and don't go back until after Labor Day. So as each day ticks by, I get more anxious. Since school has already started for your kids, could you share here or in an upcoming episode what is working or not working for you guys? I would be happy to. Great. We've only been at it for two weeks. Um, So again, I know this could all change. um, And my kids are doing 100% distance learning per our school district here in Los Angeles. Um, So what is working? uh, My husband and I both have full-time jobs. And my, you know, I can kind of, we can both have weird hours. Like we can both both work at night or wake up at 5 a.m. and do work. So that's very lucky. Um, right now, the way we do it is that we each have two days during the week that are like ours where we are in our separate office space. And then the other person is the on-call like parent teacher to be around to help with the Zooms and make lunch and like figure out, like send our kids outside or go as a group and walk the dog. Or So there's like one, we, we switch on and off who that person is. Um, and then there's one day and an extra day that we kind of take turns on, which is Friday. I also um, received like the kind of Zoom and independent work schedule from each of my kids' teachers. That that was just something that happened at our school. And then I reformatted it for each of my kids and put that in their rooms and printing out like all the different logins, having that all printed out and handy was very helpful. Mm. 
Also getting like a designated learning area set up wherever that is in your home has been was nice to have ahead of time so my kids could like see what it what it would be and get a feel for it and sit down and tell me if the chair was comfortable and all and all that sort of thing things. Um the other thing I did that was helpful for me is that I then made myself my own weekly schedule in an Excel doc and wrote down like everything I do, you know, like for example, today is Thursday and I know that on Thursdays at, at night, Dory and I record the podcast. So that's on there. And then I put all the deliverables that I have every Thursday specifically for the podcast. So like I'm going to upload an episode today. I have to send mini episode notes. Like all these things are in an Excel doc that I printed out that I can look at and make sure I'm getting all my stuff done. Mm. So that really helped. Also, try logging into everything before school starts. Like if you have all the login stuff, make sure you have tried it all out ahead of time. Ooh, that is a hot tip. Like whatever your kids, you know, my kids are on all sorts of like different California forms of, I, I don't know. It's like the math program we use is called this and the reading is this. So we were received a big list of each kid's logins and having that all like printed in one place for everybody to look at and to try it all out first is really helpful. I could go on and on. So I'm going to stop. But that I feel like the trying the login stuff out first is is such a simple but great tip. Like I, I've seen so many people posting like I tried to log in. There are too many logins like and just be totally overwhelmed and confused. And so I, I really think that's smart that you did that. It's really, it's hard to keep track of, especially with two kids. It's like each kid is on a different schedule and yep. on different programs. And it is a lot. Um, so I empathize. I see you. I see all you parents out there doing it. We're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to do it. All right. I, I, I have faith. Okay. Okay. Let's hear a voicemail, please. Hey, Kate and Dory. I just had a pause the pod moment. Um, this is Kate from Kansas City. Um, and a listener was saying, like, she kind of picks at her KP on her arms and just, like, doesn't know what to do about it. And I have been seeing a therapist for, like, quite a few years now, like, five, some years. And I realized literally last week, I'm like, oh, my God, I've never talked to my therapist about my KP and, like, picking it. Because to me, it's like, a slightly compulsive, slightly like destructive behavior. And it's like probably interesting to talk about. So I literally just talked to her about it last week. And one thing she suggested is whenever you're tempted to like, whether that's like a picking at your face or picking at your arms, like decide an alternative um, habit. So what I've been trying to do this week is every time I'm like tempted to pick at my arms, I have this like mini travel container of Paula's Choice the BHA lotion, which I really do recommend for KP. I think it's pretty similar to amlactin, um, but I have it in my purse, so, like, no excuses, though, is on me. And if I'm tempted to pick, I just put a little bit of lotion on my arms. So it's like you're doing something else, and not only are you doing something else, you're doing something to help it. And when your arms are, like, slimy, you can't pick because <laughs> it's too hard to. Um, and then the other thing she told me is that um, when you're picking at your arms like that, you really are, like, you're actually damaging skin cells and just, like, visual and thinking like oh yeah like I don't want to damage my body like I don't want to hurt my body I want to respect it so that helped me too so maybe that might help the listener or anybody else who deals with KP because for me too it just I don't think it'll ever totally go away but I know that when I pick at it it looks 
way worse than it would look otherwise. So thank you so much for the pod. Love you guys. Teacher going back to school. So need you more than ever. Thanks. Bye. Ooh, hot tip. Talk about a hot tip. It's also like, it's almost like you're, you're like giving yourself a little reward instead of picking. Yeah. Also, it's like an arm serum. Yes. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, we're just going to be seruming from head to toe. Yeah. Why don't I have a serum on my desk with me? Honestly, uh, instead of a hand cream, get something to serum your body with. Yeah. Mm. I liked that tip. Mm-hmm. I liked that tip. That is a really good tip. Thank you, listener. All right. Let's hear another voicemail. Also, like, way to go for her therapist to have that at the ready. I know. Yeah. That's a great therapist. Yeah, totally. Hi, Kat and Dor. Um, This is Becky from Seattle. And I was calling... Um, with a couple of things. First of all, I am so excited that Kate has gotten on the CeraVe train. I recently just like overhauled my skincare routine to be basically all CeraVe. I use their um, lightweight night cream in the morning and at night, um, their face wash. I also have become super into their micellar water. Micellar, oh my God. I can't remember where you guys landed on that pronunciation, Um, but it's great. Um, And I also wanted to ask, so I'm getting married in a very small ceremony in mid-September. Just immediate family and my fiance and I live in Seattle, but we're driving to Minneapolis. I might have to buy a shiwi. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Um, and (laughs) so I'm very excited, um, that you guys covered all of that, uh, peeing on the road stuff. Um, anyway, we are going through, we are going to, um, the Grand Canyon and backpacking and we're trying to keep everything really safe, but we may end up staying in a hotel actually near Las Vegas. I know that Dory and Matt love Vegas. And I was wondering if you had any recommendations. Um, again, we're trying to keep things real, really safe, but can't sleep outside the whole trip. So we're considering a hotel. But yeah, any recommendations you have would be great. Um, thanks, guys. Hope you're doing well. Bye. Well, as it happens, I do have some <laughs> recommendations. I had a feeling. So I have some. Strip recommendations if you want to stay on the Las Vegas Strip. And then I also have a recommendation if you want to stay off the Las Vegas Strip. So my recommendations for the Strip are I really like the Cosmopolitan Hotel. I also really like the Encore Hotel. And I have not stayed there, but people do really like the Four Seasons Hotel which is, I believe it's inside Mandalay Bay. It's like a, or it's in the Delano. It's it's in a, it's Mandalay like, Bay. It's Mandalay Bay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's in Mandalay Bay, but it's its own, it has its own entrance. It's like its own hotel. Um, 
So I would look into one of those three. My off-strip recommendation is is a hotel called the Green Valley Ranch, where Matt and I have stayed I remember um, a couple this. times. It's like, I feel like a lot of locals go there for like a staycation. It's really nice. It has a lovely pool. Um, I don't know if the spa is open. I don't know where we are on spas in Las Vegas or spas in general, but I thought their spa was great. Um, and it's like, it's usually like a little cheaper and it's just really nice and quiet. Like you really feel like you're away. So is there smoking in the hotel? That's my biggest thing in in Vegas is just cigarettes everywhere. They're smoking in the casino. Okay. All right. Um, so if you, okay, well, that's a good point. If you don't want smoking and you don't care if there's a casino in your hotel, you could stay at the Vidara, which is like a spa hotel where there's no smoking allowed. Oh, I didn't know that. There's no smoking at that Four Seasons either. Oh, and look at that. There's no smoking at the Four Seasons. I stayed there for two nights on my baby moon. Oh. And then I went to a friend's wedding. Oh. So that's how I know. Um, I also recently stayed at the Mirage last year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And had a delightful time. Okay. But, it's, but it was smoky. It's smoky. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those strip casinos, especially the older ones, are very smoky. Ooh. That's also kind of why I like the Encore and the Cosmopolitan because they're newer. And I feel like their ventilation is better. Gotta but like good, you walk into like Caesars and it's like a <laughs> like a like a smoke ugh, it's just like a smoke screen. It's like you're oh it's horrible. Oh, I can't wait for the day we can safely return to Vegas. <sighs> It'll be someday. It'll be I don't someday. know when, but hopefully in the next decade. Yep. All right, we've got to take another quick break. We'll be right okay, back. Okay, let's do that. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, 
our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we're back with an interesting conundrum. Shall I read this? Let's conund. Okay. Hi, Dorian Kate. Hoping that y'all can weigh in on a sensitive situation. I have a friend with whom I've been very close since my early 20s. We are now on the other side of 35 and are inching our way to 40. She recently remarried last December and is now on her second marriage. It's the third marriage for her partner, and he has a child from his previous marriage. Their relationship is quite tumultuous, and the pandemic has only made it more so. At several points, she has gone to stay with her parents for a few days just to get away from the conflict. I should add that I do not think he is a great fit for her. He is extremely moody and self-absorbed while she bends over backward to bring a sense of equilibrium to their lives. They are always on the rebound from what she calls, quote, a really bad week. And she has been saying that despite the short length of their marriage, they may be headed toward divorce. They are both in individual therapy and couples counseling. One of the issues they have is that ever since they got together, she's been racked with jealousy that he had a child with his previous wife. She has always said that he and his ex share and experience the act of creating a baby that the two of them do not have, which nags at her and makes her feel lesser than. She told me this week that she is pregnant, and based on all that she has said, I'm convinced that she is hoping that a child will bring the two of them closer together and save their relationship. Having spent months listening to her marital troubles, I find myself angry and so frustrated with her. However, I want to be supportive and know that I need to respect her choice. I should keep my opinions to myself and just continue to be a good listener and shoulder to cry on, right? Any advice? Mm. So this is really tough, but I think this is actually a good a good example of when it's good to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Go on, Dory. I actually don't think you need to be the shoulder to cry on. I think you can kindly but firmly tell her, like... I really think you need to be in therapy <laughs> and I'm not comfortable like listening to this anymore. Am I wrong? Um, Maybe not comfortable, but like I, there's a better way to say it, but I think she needs to set a boundary with this friend. Yeah, I think, I mean, I agree that a boundary needs to be set. I think you can say like, I hear you and I support you in whatever you decide to do. But um, but also I would recommend like like I would totally support you getting into therapy. I think obviously that's a great choice. As listeners have noted, we often suggest therapy for a reason. 
Um, I think what's interesting to me is that this listener is finding themselves angry and frustrated with their friend. Yeah. And that sounds like to me, if you can't feel like you can just listen without it affecting your life, then you need to do, you need to set some boundaries while still, if this relationship is important to you, like finding a way to maintain it and still nurture it because it is a friend um, who you've been close with for, you know, almost two decades or than some. I will say like whether or not you like their partner like that that to me like is not something that unless they are are being unless you're worried they're being harmed by their partner I feel like like we all have friends partners who we don't love at times. Yeah, that was that was my thought too about the partner. Um like I think when you say you should keep your opinions to yourself, I think you should keep your opinions to yourself about the, specifically about the partner. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I would also say like, you could also have someone to talk to about this, like, and who might be able to give you like more concrete advice about how to deal with it. Like, I don't know if you have a therapist, but like, this is a valuable thing, like for you to also have a space to talk about. Why are you angry and frustrated? And what does it do to you to have to sit and listen to your, you know, to your friends' challenges and struggles? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's really good advice. Anyway, friendship is really hard and setting and yeah. these kind of boundaries are hard and um, we see you. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yep. Kate, thank you for uh, coming up with the more diplomatic way of saying what I suggested. Which was what? Go to therapy? Uh, Go to therapy and like basically tell your friend that it's really hard for you to listen to all of this all the time. And it's like taking an emotional toll on you and you don't have the emotional bandwidth to navigate this situation for her. I mean, that's a hard thing to say to a friend too. Yes. Like you, you know, like <laughs> if someone said that to me, that would devastate me. Totally. Ugh. Yeah, it's so hard. Dory, I'm just going to transition us to the activity of the day here because. <laughs> well, should I should I explain the? Well, I, do you want to say what it is, and then I'll explain the the origins of it. It's get rid of your clothes, like Dory! Exclamation <laughs> point. So, I had not really been thinking actively about going through my closet and getting rid of clothes, but suddenly last night. I was just like seized with the desire to get rid of some clothes. And I just started like going through my closet, like aggressively (laughs) and ruthlessly. Like I was like, no, these pants are always like a little tight and I don't feel comfortable in them. They're gone. This like this dress, I like it, but I haven't worn it in four years. Gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just like, boom, boom, boom. This shirt. Nah not super flattering, like never liked it. Always felt like I should have a white shirt around. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I posted a bunch of it in a local um, mom's group. And a lot of it got bought. Like I, I posted it for most of it was for sale. Some of it I was giving away. Um, but a lot of it was for sale and a lot of it got bought. I brought, I brought a stack of boxes to the post office today. Do you think this somehow relates back to the index card? Oh, maybe. 
if I may. I think I'm I think analyze. I'm feeling like I need to I think I feel a little bit out of control with my book. Mm. And I'm like searching for other things in my life that I can feel like I have a little bit of control over. Ugh. Damn. Not to get like super deep about it, but get in there. I mean, I need to do this. I, I think this is an important thing that I need to do too. So why not, <laughs> why not release some garments release? Totally. Well, and last night I, I had like taken them all of my closet and put them on my bed and my office is next to our bedroom and Matt came into my office and I was like, Oh, I I'll, I'll move all the clothes on the bed in a minute. And he like peeked in there and he's like, Oh, I didn't realize you had like started a shop. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. I have a store now, <laughs> but you know, it did feel really good. And, and I feel like I, there were things that I've been like, that I've held on to, even though I knew like maybe they didn't really fit or for whatever reason, I just never wore them. I got rid of some bras that didn't fit anymore, like fancy bras that I had bought that I have out like now don't fit. Um, And that also felt good because it like doesn't feel good to open your drawer and see these like pretty things and be like, oh, this doesn't fit. Yeah. You can't wear it's just taking up space. Yeah. Physical and mental. Yes, I think that's great, Dory. I really do. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you so much. I might, I might try this too. I look forward to it. The true challenge is not then going out and purchasing stuff to sit in its place. Totally. Getting- well, and really thinking about like, is there something I need that mm-hmm. I absolutely need that I want to buy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right now, the answer is no. I can't think of anything that I really need. Because that index card is going to call you out. Because I'm literally looking at the index card right now. The last thing on it is $44 on diapers and bags for Henry's diaper pail. Ew. Ugh. <laughs> I forgot about diaper pails. <gasps> yeah. So anyway, that's where I'm at. It's a good place to be at. Well, thank you. All right, everyone. We will talk to you. Yeah, we'll we'll be back. We will be. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye.